Hello everybody, this is Chris McKitty. Welcome to 1984-1776. Unfortunately, we have lived in 1984 and I do not believe there would be a 1776 ever again. But, it's how you live your life. Are you bowing to tyranny? Did you bow to tyranny? Will you bow to tyranny? Or will you stand for freedom? Now, when we say we're going to stand up for freedom, what exactly do people mean? Because no one really knows anymore. We do know that um, they're giving out bug out bags in Denver, which is interesting because in Denver, um, nothing much happens. So we are trying to um, think about that. Now, today is Constitution Day. Today, um, September 7th, 1787, our Constitution was signed. How many people knew that? You know, honestly, I did not. But at some point, I'm sure that was um, taught in school. And um, people knew all about it. I had no idea. Um, Constitution was signed um, today. And why did they sign this Constitution? Why did they make a Constitution? Very interesting. What was the purpose of making a constitution? Well, it created a government that put the power in the hands of the people. We know that's no longer true. It separated the powers of government to three branches, the legislative branch, executive branch, and judicial branch. And we know now we have a fourth branch of illegal regulatory agencies. It set up a, check, a system of check and balances to one branch that have too much power. We know this invisible fourth branch has more power than anybody else, except for the president when he wants to write executive orders. It defines the scope and limits government. That doesn't happen anymore. Um, it tells you how to elect your representatives. Okay. So what is the difference between the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence? The Declaration of Independence was written in 1776 and was a list of grievances against the King of England. Maybe we need to write a list of grievances. It was also intended to justify separation from British rule. The Constitution was written and signed in 1787. It was a charter of government. Isn't that interesting? I did not know that. And they were both signed on Independence Hall. Um, the Constitution was written during the Philadelphia Convention, known as the Constitutional Convention, which convened May 25th to September 17th, 1787, in which it was signed. So, what happened to our Constitution? Well, we saw that it was eradicated very quickly because of the scandemic. And I constantly, I still some days can't believe that we gave up our rights that easily for a... A fake virus, I'm going to say it. Um, a scam. A psychological operation to see if Americans would embrace communism and socialism. And unfortunately, guess what? Americans did wholeheartedly. Now, what would the founding fathers have said to something like that? I don't believe they would have been pleased. I don't even necessarily believe they would have thought it could have happened. Why? I believe that they would have said, the American people would have said no. Just like they did. They would have written grievances and said no. 
The difference is they didn't have an easy life back then. Their life was very difficult. They were self-sufficient. We have no idea to live two days without being able to go to Food Lion or Kroger. So it's a very different world that we're living in. And for us to jeopardize that is very scary. Now we know the final straw to independence was when the British went to conquer to seize the militia's weapons. And so that always leads me to a question, because you know, people know I've been involved in the militia movement. I call it the percent movement for a long time, things like that. And people always say to me, what exactly, you know, is the militia? I mean, what exactly was its purpose? Does it exist? What, what would happen if they came for our weapons? There was a lot of differences back in the day. And one of the problems is, and I, I can't even beat the liberal for saying this. Excuse me, my dogs are barking. Sorry. They talk about a well-regulated militia. That meant these people mustered daily, sometimes weekly, training. Most groups are lucky if they get together once a month, and I hate to say it, they're, well, I'm not even going to go there. I've made videos and stuff about it before. Okay. So, when they heard that their weapons were going to be seized, people in the day had the right idea. They put their weapons together. Why? For a couple reasons. A lot of people didn't have the storage. They were poor. They were farmers. Where would you store ammo and things like that? So if you, the, the militias through the individual colonies had ammunition stockpiled to give to the people living in each community. And each community, town, county, whatever you call it, had a local militia. All right. So... Yes, people had their own ammo. George Washington said that. You should have the ammo and the means necessary to know how to use it. But more importantly, more importantly, they also had a stockpile. They had a place where it was where they knew it could be protected and safe. Now, if you said to the modern quote-unquote patriot, we should um, put our, our ammo together and weapons together and, you know, combine resources. What answer do you think you're going to get? I'll tell you the answer you're going to get. A laugh. And the reason is they don't even understand what a militia was back then. It was literally law enforcement. It was literally the last line of defense against all enemies. We can't even, you know, it's, it's not happening anymore. So we are really the resistance. We are not ever going to form a militia like they had back then, a well-regulated militia. In some states like South Carolina, where I live, are, it was been proposed that every citizen should be made officially an organized militia. And we have it in our constitution, but it was never, the bill that was introduced in 2021 never you know, really went further than that to make every citizen now a sheriff. Other law enforcement within a county, town, police officers, they can deputize everybody in that city, town, county, and you have a de facto militia. All right. The problem is the government has vilified that name because they are scared of people that want to stand up for the rights. Why? They want to take them away from us. Correct. 
So for these diehards that want to hold on to the notion of we are a militia, no you're not. You are a constitutionally based defensive organization that hopefully is prepping in not just self-defense and tactical, but survivalism. Here's why. When an EMP burst goes off, you're going to be living like the Founding Fathers. The difference is the Founding Fathers knew how to live. You do not. So when you see these you know, groups and all the postings, I bought a new weapon, I bought a new scope, I bought this, I bought that, 20 million more rounds. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to do with it? You don't even know how to you know, field dress a deer. What are you going to do with it? Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. Um, a little bit more into the Constitution. When did it go into effect? Um, Article 7 of the Constitution established a process of ratification. On June 21st, 1788, New Hampshire became a ninth state to ratify. Um, who wrote the Constitution? That was James Madison. And he's often called the father of the Constitution. The Constitution was a result of months of deliberations, time, energy, um, some of the important people involved in it were Oliver Ellsworth, Nathaniel Gorham, Edmund Randolph, John Rutledge, and James Wilson, as well as Alexander Hamilton, William Johnson, Rufus King, Governor Morris, and others, and Benjamin Franklin, and George Washington. Now, many people might ask why it was written, because they knew there had to be something to make sure it did not want it to be a monarchy again, like they escaped from in Europe. The preamble says, we the people, in order to perfect a more perfect union, establish justice, justice, ensure domestic tranquility, and provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and for all posterity. What do they mean by defense? That was the militia. The people knew how to defend themselves. They never intended to have a standing army. The Continental Army was never meant to be a permanent fixture. Why? They realized a government could use that army against its own people. All right. Um, Unfortunately, lately, the Constitution has been subverted. People have rewritten their own meanings of it. And... It has become a former glory of itself. What then, as I'm going to call itself constitutionalists, people understand, you understand back then, they didn't have the United Nations, even though some people talked there wasn't Illuminati back then, there was these weird secret societies. It still was not what people is today. Okay, so what exactly does it say about the Militia Clause, right? Um, the Militia Clause, um, Congress should have the power to provide for calling forth the militia to execute the laws of the Union. Basically, militias are supposed to be forces, but actually Congress, it says, was supposed to. And also militias under um, Clause 13 suppress insurrections and repel invasions. Um, clause 16, the Congress should have the power to provide for organizing, army, and disciplining the militia. The Founding Fathers never intended for a standing army. Never. But we see what happened to this day. 
Um, basically, the militia clause has been negated. But the power now does lie in the states and the individual entities to um, go forth. Under the National Defense Act of 1916, the militia had been mostly state intuition, was brought under control of the national government. They did that on purpose. Militias have always been under the state as the main purpose. Why? They wanted, just like Abraham Lincoln, they wanted to destroy state rights. Okay? And then they turned that into the National Guard. And that is not what the Founding Fathers had wanted. We have drifted more and more away from the truth in many aspects. We no longer care what is true. We no longer care what is not true. It's what's easy. Okay? Um, you know, they have now said the militia clause was there so they could have a draft, all these different things. If you go back and read the original writings of the founding fathers, including in the old almanacs and newspapers, it was anything but that. So I want to talk a little bit about, again, what I'm getting involved with, because I really, really want to tell people this is a national push. We need survival alliances. Now, some people, you know, say that is what a militia yes it is what a militia was but if the end game is survival using that word unfortunately what's the point and you're not a militia really in, in that sense if there was a dirty bomb if there was an EMP if there was anything we are now the resistance and if the federal government or national guard said turn your weapons over that's unconstitutional you would fight but part of that also is having, combining your resources. That's really what the militia was back in the 1700s. All the weapons, the food, people knew where it was, the extra food. That goes back to the Bible on the real meaning of tithing. 10% of your food, your grain, goes into the storehouse. But people do not want to understand that. They want to live in a bubble. All right. What is the problem of living in a bubble? The problem of living in a bubble is we no longer see the truth. Um, there's a website, www.50statesonecountry.com, and that's for the Alliance. Our goal is to have each local town, community, county, whatever you want to call it, establish an alliance, and all the alliances are linked together under a big alliance. But there's no names, you know, people go through a process of joining but we're not going to be taking down names and you know, your local people have know who you are. But the reason vetting is so important by people who know how to do that is you want to make sure, one, the people aren't radicals, you know, like white nationalists or white supremacists or black supremacists or, you know, communists or anything else or convicted. You know, you want to know who your people are. And then each alliance builds itself. And the alliances, say, within a state, start coming together for trainings, growing, sharing knowledge. The biggest fear why people never wanted to get involved in a militia was because of the name. But if you think you're going to survive on your own as a lone wolf, you're absolutely not going to do it.
the mentality of people going to bug out and go live in the woods. Okay, whatever. It's not going to happen. Um, we see grocery prices, I mean, skyrocketing. I have never seen so many homeless people in Columbia, which is a big city around here. I've heard Greenville, Spartanburg, other places. But, and there's always been a homeless problem out, like, you know, the real rural areas, the meth areas, I guess you could say, people, you know, squatting and stuff. But now you're seeing it in suburbia. Suburbia. And that is um, a big problem. So, inflation... As we've seen two things. People, salary's not rising, but everything else is. Um, food costs. Americans, according to a survey, are spending $460 more each month on food, electricity, all these things that have gone up. Now, if your salary didn't go up, how do you afford that? Well, the middle class with two incomes can charge on their credit cards. But I'll tell you, I've never seen middle-class suburbs dealing with homeless problems. And we are seeing that now. The working poor are being decimated. Okay? The standard of living is falling very, very quickly. I hope people will um, check out my, you know, videos on Clapper, Christmas Kitty FC. Because something is coming up and you need to join with people. I'm on Fox News right now. It says, Biden says, don't, don't, don't. Biden draws a line, warns Putin of consequential U.S. response if Russia war in Ukraine takes a new turn. Meaning China is going to get involved with Russia. Do you understand what's happening? And you're going to go about your daily business and worry about going to the lake in your boat. Nuclear threats are being thought. Would they nuclear annihilate everybody? You know, I mean, here's the thing. If there's a nuclear war, Russia's gone, China's gone, everything's gone. But dirty bombs, small nuclear, like Hiroshima, Nagasaki kind of stuff. Great way to reduce the population. Okay? This is why you need to unite with people. You need to understand what's going on. I am going to end for tonight and ask you if you are interested in finding out more about how to start your local alliance, how to get involved. We are the blueprint. We are going to tell you what to do, how to recruit, how to get up. You will go to, well, you have meetings on channels. Everything is done anonymously. You know, you're not going to have a real name. And you're going to learn how to build your network and then train with other alliance networks 
and be ready if something comes. And there will be roles for many people. We need tactical operators. Yes, we need surgeons. We need teachers. We need logistics. We need welders. We need arms gunsmiths. It is not going to be the blue and the gray. It is going to be guerrilla warfare if something happens. When they're talking about constant threats of nuclear war, again, they're not going to nuke the whole earth. Just think about it for a minute. I'm Kalishna Kitty. Remember, the Alliance. Go to Google. Look up the Alliance on YouTube. There's some videos. Find me on Clapper. We have a group on there. You can join and get more information from me or NC Patriot. And the website is 50, sta um, 50 states, one country com. But please check out my um, videos on Clapper. And I've yet to really play with TikTok again just because I really don't like them. But please um, go ahead and um, go on there and see what you can find. Because we need people that understand what's coming and want to defend. God bless everybody. <laughs>